Good evening, I'm Ronaldo McKenzie, and welcome to another episode of the Neoliberal Round Podcast. Today, I want to share with you a pulse from the street. We said yesterday that we are doing a new segment called uh, Street Vibe or Beats on the Street, where we engage people in the community and we have discussions about some of the issues we are here talking about, power and privilege and the dynamics of society, the, the challenges that they pose within society and how we can resolve them. But not everybody believe that these pose a challenge for society. Not, many per, not, not everybody believe that inequality inequality poses a challenge. Not, not everybody believes, not everyone believes that inequality is a big problem. And we said, I think we said yesterday that uh, Fabrizio Eva had said that um, inequality is necessary. And I talked about the lumpen proletariat and so on. So there are those who believe that poverty is necessary. That, so, that pe- You need poor people in the world. You need people who are, who are, well, I mean, not that you need more people who are on, who are less than the other, but in a sense, there are those who are okay with the idea that, uh, that income inequality exists in the world. So there is no need to talk about it. There is no need to respond to the issues but who are these people now today I actually was in Lakewood and I picked up somebody can't remember the gentleman's name he's Jewish he's a business owner and we we were having an intense discussion an intense discussion and you have to and, I, and I'm I invite you to listen to the entire discussion today this podcast is very fiery or it's not not disrespecting, not disrespectful, um, but it's very intense. And I am here engaging someone who lives in Lakewood, New Jersey, who is Jewish, who is a who is a business owner, and who lives a particular lifestyle outside of. Well, he this person lives in the suburbs and. When you hear the perspective, it's quite interesting. Because this this person, this businessman, actually, actually, when we spoke, he said he I was introducing my book to him. I, we were talking about neoliberalism, globalization, income inequality, poverty and resistance, and he said income inequality is necessary. Nothing is wrong with income inequality. Nothing is wrong with inequality. Nothing is wrong with it. Income inequality or inequality is okay. Nothing is wrong with income inequality or distributional inequality. Nothing is wrong with that. And I am going to be playing the exchanges with you. But if you were to compare that with the discussion I had yesterday with another random person, but this time it was Lisa, a woman, Okay, who was not a businessman, but a businesswoman, but who works in the service sector. A black woman, 
who has a high school education and who I have who shares a different perspective. Lisa is who believes that income inequality, racism, poverty, they, these pose problems for society. Inequality should not exist. Race should not exist. Slavery should not have existed. That is her argument. That is her position. A black woman in Philadelphia, in the city of Philadelphia, as, and, and then you compare that with uh, a businessman, a Jewish man, businessman with uh, college education and he is coming from a diff has a different perspective or a different point of view he believes that slavery was normal in society it was it was the norm slavery was normal uh, the inequality races the issue of having races in society is normal that won't get rid of the race and race is not a pseudoscience that I've been talking about. For him, it's not fake. It's not pseudo. Race is a reality. It is a concept in biology, which is truth, which is true. You know, you, you, we learn about uh, Darwinism. Darwinism, we said, this is a theory. It's a theory of evolution, of how the world came to be. It's not necessarily accepted to be canon in a sense so the rule of thumb or because not everybody accept that particular idea um, idea there are some who are against who don't believe in Darwinism and there are those who believe in creationism but that's how the world is we have people people have different perspectives but the problem that we've always said is the privilege and so we're going to be talking we're going to be sharing I'm going to be sharing with you uh, the comment, I'm, the conversation I had with this, with this uh, gentleman. And this, as again, this particular segment or this particular episode is called Street, Street Vibes or Beats on the Street. And, and of course, we are, today we are not in Philadelphia. We are in the suburbs of New Jersey and we are engaging people and listening to what people say and, and having discussions with them. And when you listen to the, the difference in terms of the, their perspectives, you can understand their realities. The realities are the context or the life that these people live. One, one, response, one person, one commenter is a black woman in Philadelphia, in the city of Philadelphia, who has a problem with race and inequality and poverty while and slavery, while another person who is Jewish in the suburbs of Lakewood, New Jersey, a businessman, educated, he believes that inequality is necessary and it is a normal and natural part of society. Poverty is necessary. Uh, and privilege and 
oh, privilege is okay. So we are going to talk about this in today's podcast. In fact, we're going to be show. I'm going to be lifting up the discussion I had with uh, with the Jewish businessman in Jersey, and then, and then, um, and of course, yesterday's part or well, early this morning's the previous podcast about one o'clock. I did a podcast, and um, yes, and also, and yesterday I interviewed Lisa. I spoke with Lisa, and that is attached to that particular podcast. I think it's the second segment of the podcast that we did introducing Street Vibe. But we did an introduction or a preface or a preamble which went way longer than I expected or wanted. And then after that, we have the interlude and then we went into that particular segment. But what I will do for you here, instead of, I will save you the trouble. I will save you the trouble of having to go to the previous episode and dig up all and play and play through the entire episode to find it so i will play lisa's comments for you and then and then i will play and then i will play uh 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 the other gentleman's comment for you so that you can have that so that you can make the comparison and you see hope the difference of perspective the difference in perspective Stay tuned. We'll be right back. So many other isms. Sexism. I mean, things like that. There's so many. I actually wrote an article that says the world now has two more global challenges. You know, the world now has two more global challenges in addition to China and Russia. Sorry, in addition to racism, sexism, Uh classism and so on. The world now has the issue of Russia and China. But all of that stems from the issue of power. Uh That power. And, you know, so... And then people who are trying to maintain power or increase power or Uh expand power they use tools or strategies now so classism racism all these are tools Tools, so so if there if a society is not based on race Mm -hmm. then they use class exactly if it's not based on class then they pull for something else sex exactly or gender gender so you know or or if it's not based on that then they use something else Mm -hmm. denominational differences or religion so i'm telling you all these things can be utilized as strategies in the world and that's why i said you know first of all you said that somebody said one of your bosses said that he doesn't believe in um doesn't believe in god and i said to you you know he is not that he doesn't believe in god he doesn't believe what people human create human ideas about god or what we have what we create he used to go to church with mom because he had a lot of brothers and sisters they parents to tell them take yes. him to church and all but I don't know what did he have an event in his life that made him decide yes. oh there's no God you know because some people can feel as though they have an incident that happens to them yes and then that makes them say well if this happened there can't be no God you know, yes. that kind of thing you know people can go through a lot of strife in their lives uh-huh. so they think because they went through so much strife and turmoil that there's no God Yes. Because if there were, 
he wouldn't allow it or he pulled them about it. Right. That is true. That is true. But we all are going to have something. Yes. Stress or something. We're all going through something. Yeah. And it's just life. I tell my son that. Life throws you curveballs. But you know how... You know, earlier I did a podcast and I was talking about how we are conditioned to think in categories. In fact, um, I think I go by a theme. Uh, my tagline is serving the world today to solve tomorrow's challenges. And I think the challenges, the challenge we have in society is a challenge of life because life is about people and how people relate, how people communicate. So the problem, the challenges in society is one of, of, of human dynamics and how we relate. And I was telling, and I was talking about, and so I, I often say, what is the ultimate of all things? The ultimate of all things is that we live as one mm-hmm. with all of our individuality, mm-hmm. with all of our differences, you know. And but the thing is, when when we come together as people, that is powerful. That is That's the most right. powerful thing. But when we have a society where you are filling out application, they ask you, what is your race? What is your ethnicity? You know, they ask you all these things. Mm-hmm. I believe it is strategic. I, it is conditioning I us. Where they say that the government is keeping, um, what they call, not tabs, but um, I can't think of the word. Like they just want to get a feel so they claim. Well, how many blacks apply for this, or how many women apply for this, or how many disabled? Well, I mean, I call, I, to be honest, they said that it's also helped to determine how to dispense or to distribute services in mm-hmm. communities. Say, for example, you know, you know how many, how many um, demographically, how many black persons live in a society, how many white persons live in a society, mm-hmm. um, how many people, um, and so on and so forth. But, um, but that so so that they can now distribute the the services in society mm-hmm. based on race, but. I, well, I, I mean, think if anything, that would help. They'd limit what they would do in the black communities because I think a lot of them think, because some blacks are ignorant, not all, what, but they they kind of think we all just don't care or don't deserve, and so we get tossed to the side. Yes. A lot of black people do care and uh-huh. do want to improve, want to do better. Yes. But we're more we're more likely to be we're white folks are more economically, politically, educationally and everything and socially advantage than we are so let's say you got three quarters of black people that want to let's say this neighborhood and, and build it up yes. better it make it more of um you know have more economic impact their hands are tied behind their back because poverty you know when you pour it as powerlessness yes but the you got three-fourths of it but the other fourth is ignorant and uncouth and running around doing dumb stuff and uh-huh. destroying the neighborhood yes. so to the outsiders they think we're all like that. Mm. I mean, I can't think of three people, even if I had myself, if I had $100,000, let's go invest and do like this. Yes. We also don't have. It's just like, even if we came into money, yes. we don't have the same connects that white people have. Yes. So it's, it's, it's different. You know, we need somebody to come and help us more. Somebody, I wish somebody would come forth and try to educate us more. Yes. I say if I can try to learn more about investing. You know, knowledge is power. I'll spread the word. Knowledge is power. And knowledge uh, is knowledge is power. power. And if you look throughout, if you look throughout the history mm-hmm. of the world, man has and the man has sought to hide the truth. Yeah. From say for example, if you look at in religion, if you look at the church, yeah. the Bible was was written in at first was written in Latin, mm. was trans was in Latin, and so only the papacy and the nobles mm-hmm. 
and people who could read and write and only a few people were able or were, were given the opportunity to read and write and to read and write latin and when and if people could read and write english that didn't help them because the bible was in latin exactly you know what i mean and when the bible was when people were trying to translate the bible now mm-hmm. from latin to a more to something that is more understandable to mm-hmm. english to a language that everybody could understand there was a problem because in fact the bible was translated from latin to french mm-hmm. And then from, um, well, actually from Greek to Latin to mm-hmm. French and um, so on. But it was deliberate. Yeah. Even the slaves, they did not want, out. they didn't want slaves to learn to read and write. No, because they had their own language. They didn't know the slaves, didn't know the land. They didn't know the language. They were helpless and powerless when they brought them over here. So that, you know, that is why I, it, when I see people in communities and mm-hmm. people sit these people on this oh i'm not interested in learning about the government i don't want to know what oh that's too much they don't want to get involved in their government mm-hmm. in their politics and so on and so forth yeah. they don't understand this is also part of the strategy they don't they want people yes they don't want people to know anything exactly. you know because once people know then it's power they can exactly. and people and you know as people mm-hmm. african-americans who are now able to read and write mm-hmm. who are now have access why is it that they wouldn't want to be more involved in in, in, in what's going on in school like and kids. academics and so on? I say that too. When I it's part of the you would the think pl- if anything, like I tell people, blacks should want to strive even harder because of yes, because it was part really of the plan for us not to know everything so that because we won't advance. Didn't have a choice. Precisely. Have a choice. Yes, you know. And this is quite interesting. Now, we will you have, have to. have a choice now. Yes. But, the, but um, your ancestors didn't, so I don't understand that either. That is so true. Yes. It's not, it's Head south on River Avenue toward Lakeview Place. Yes. It's also a reality. In 1,000 uh, right, feet, right. turn. If, if I wanted to join the NBA, I'm 5'8". If I wanted to join the NBA, I would have a very, very hard time doing that. Yes, yes. Yes. One of the reasons is because my height. One of the reasons is I'm athletic, but I'm not as athletic as the guys that I was competing with. Yes. That's inequality right there. That's not well, bad yeah. inequality. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, but, the, you know, when we talk about income, that's one thing. When we're talking about differences in terms of biology differences in terms of height but, but if you look at the universe or tell you on top on the on top what they call it um uh, oncology or ontology or when you talk when you look at this uh look at the world you know what i mean it's the world has differences in now we we turn we we create a sport we create a sport Society, we create this sport. Right, right, right here. Yeah. So yeah, we create. Go right here. Right. Yeah. So we create the sport, basketball or whatever, and then we, and in a sense, is a function, is a functional issue. We created a function for that sport, and the function is to have. It's a competition that requires a certain talent and skills. We we make it in a, such a way that certain people who have certain height advantage can play the game so it is then it is still a creation of the of humanity no, we, we didn't create the, the game of basketball was created if you take a ball and you put it into a hoop 
Yes. The the idea of height only mm-hmm. became obvious after the sport became popular, right? Yes. Because people realize if someone's taller, it's much harder to guard them. Yes. It it wasn't created. These these uh, limitations and these um, advantages weren't created by humans. They're just a reality. No, what I'm saying is that no sports 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 yes. is sports is a creation and and who developed the sports? Who developed the dynamics, the rules, the regulations, and and who developed how the sports should look like and who should win? And no, 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 they didn't. The, the, the who, sports? Yeah, the in basketball most, as a sport. It used to be mostly white players. Right, 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 right. And now it's mostly black players, right? Yes, yes, right. yes. So originally it was, it was developed like that, but that doesn't mean it wasn't developed for white or black players. It was developed just to play the game. Right. That just ended up what happening because that that's how the world evolved. They didn't create. We didn't. We created. There's a lot of rules in the world. Yes. That people create things that have that that have to follow the rules. They don't have a choice. No, I mean, no, I mean, they, no. But these are interpret. You know, this is these are interpretations that people have. What, they, if, they, what if you're taller? It, if it, you're taller, you have a better. Yeah, but advantage. yeah, but yeah, but the sports is create. But you make a sports that fit a particular biological advantage because i couldn't create a you know what if we we decided to make back to to put the um the hoop lower what if we decided to change the whole dynamics and dimensions of the, the sport and so on so even within sports there is this competitive drive so we so in a sense yes human beings have a competitive drive we do. but we don't have to privilege so i believe in competition and I believe if we have healthy competition, but we don't have to privilege. But, but society now. You can't, but you can't get rid of privilege. You can't get rid. No, of we can't because we're conditioned to I think have in, a, I have in people, privilege. I know people that are smarter than me. I know people that are dumber than me. That's not something that you can choose. That's something someone's born with. No, no, that is that is not true. There is no such thing because you see, intellectualism is created. If you read, no, um, no, have you ever read Gramsci? No, if you read Gramsci, even the idea of philosophy. And no, not, not philosophy. These are the deep thinking. I'm talking about just general intelligence. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that no, there is no smart or dumb person in the world. We all have an advantage of technical thought, which though. balance each other out in we a don't. sense. We don't, though. There's people that have advantages with thought that are able to. They have a person, for example, is able to run a, a multi-billion-dollar company. They have the mind for it. They have the idea for it. There's one person who. No, they don't have what they have. No. There's one person the, who can who can become an artist. No, but these are these. No, but the multi-billionaires are part of the problem. They are elites in society, and some of them have gained their wealth through cheat and a strategy. Say, for example, so well, let's look at slavery. Out. Let's look at slavery. Slavery is a strategy born in a biology of race, which I suit this, you know, you know, race, thing. race is a pseudoscience, you know that. Just as how the idea that says, it, yeah, race, no, no, because race was developed in the 16th and the 1700th and it was on the back shelves. Nobody thought ra- this. In other words, the cons. You go into the jails and you realize what race is is when all the guys separate. Here, make a left over here. No, no, we create. We create the idea of race to no. suit our, to suit our drive. That's not. But it's a reality. To be. be no, it's not, no, no. It's you know, it's reality. We make up our own reality. We nobody knows the reality of somebody else. We can only assume that reality. Yeah, Descartes says, "Cohito ego sum." From a certain line of no but that's uh, a perspective no, that's, that's a reality then. no 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 that's a, that is your reality that's is not your, mine are you is your mother your mother my mother 
Is, is she your mother? Okay, what's the point? What's the point? And who's her mother? Okay, I don't know. I've never met her mother. Right, I met it. She yeah. had a mother, right? Mm-hmm. And that person had a mother also. Uh huh. And that person had a mother also. Probably. Had a father, and that person had a mother, and had a father. And it depends on what you talk about mother. Are you talking about in the biological sense, and or are you talking about sense. in the biological sense? Yeah. So because no, because mother in one culture is different from mother so in I'm another culture. Biologically, okay. There is a there is a racial component to, to biology. There no, is there is none. There was yeah. race is a skin is an issue of skin. Human no, be people who have the same color skin. No, race race. only was developed in the 1600s. There was no race. Race is a pseudoscience That's that is not, there's, there's that was the, developed the, the, to the drive. Sli- no, the the Bible is also based on human privilege. The Bible is not normative. You have Jews for Jesus and Jews not for Jesus, and they even you know Saint Saint Augustine Confessions was discovered to be useful so that the Christian faith, because back in the day they were competing for dominance. No, there, there's, they were no the Christians were the Jews for Jesus and the Jews not for Jesus and the Muslims in the first 100 years of Christianity and before or 100 BC CE, they were competing for dominance. So they took. They they dis, they get they discovered theories that would make their faith exceptional. These are interpretive beliefs. We talk about I'm still we're looking at the foundation of religion. You're talking about You're talking about a philosophical level. I'm uh, talking about a biological level. No, but what what is the philosophy of biology? But what it is that drive biology? biology does is not doesn't have a biology have a philosophy, a principle. Biology is governed by philosophy. In a philosophy you can't. What is biology without a theory? What is biology without an argument? Bio, even in biology, we follow the law of logic and science. You start with an hypothesis, and you finish. And you have right. premise one, it's, premise two. It's, it's much more uh, stricter than actual philosophy. No, but, but biology, there is philosophy can can be quite transient and can be quite um, loose. No, 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 no. Biology, even biology, no, bio, even in science. Can I tell you? Has to be tested even in science. They don't know. They don't know the, the vast universe. They are still trying to this and they are yeah, still yeah. learning and unlearning. So what I'm saying is that there is no such thing as race. Race is like a human conception. Before the 1600s, there was no such race. Race, this our society was not based on race. It became, race w- was useful to provide the fuel to justify the need for people to want to base a society, ba- um, to use slaves. So, so, no, so race existed before the 1600s. But slavery, not in this. Yes, and by the way, I wrote about that. And Thank you, know, you for telling me. You know that in slavery the before there was black slaves. There but was not on slaves. not slave trade. Not in. It wasn't a society based on race. It wasn't anybody it wasn't, who. It, no, but anybody. Based on race. Anybody who haven't. Anybody who say that they, our society had race before. I mean, they don't, the under, they don't know it. They don't under the U.S., society. the U.S. or the America. The U- US the, lived in a yeah, but slave society. was this kind of slavery practice before the slave trade was not they, elaborate. They okay, yeah, but a whole set of people that they demean and treat as savage and livestock. Slaves were livestock. Slaves had no value. They had no lineage. They had no history. They were seen as um, people who were steeped in devilish religion. They were savages. The, the, okay. That's how that no they that's how that is the approach that they took. The slaves before then, it they didn't create anything elaborate. It wasn't an elaborate scale, okay. So slavery was the kind of slavery practice before the slave trade. It wasn't on a large 
and it wasn't demeaning. It was not in. It wasn't at the. No, trust me. It wasn't at the international the international scale before the slave trade. You're talking about the Arabs going to Africa and selling slaves from the there into an international market. I mean, but that was the kind of what when but that was the kind of slave that slavery slave trade where you have the guns and the spices and bringing a whole set of people and mixing them up like livestock and carrying them in chains in ships and killing them and throwing them over the, and happened, treating them that happened before that too where, where where did this happen in the united states also where when where slavery. in in the 1600s before then also it, wait oh wait when was slave when in, in america they, we were this the america was discovered in 14 just around the same time jamaica was discovered slavery has existed since yes but started. it was not on the scale and and i just completed reeking reading the archives about slaves and when you look at the archives they're missing the, a lot of details then, the slaves slavery was a vicious thing since the beginning it, slavery is always vicious only till recently, nobody only till recently in the past 100 or something years 150 years oh was, i gotta was, i gotta go pick up this person <sighs> let, let me just finish the last sentence yeah I didn't Only to the last 150 years this has, is good. had we gotten rid of slavery as a normal thing. It's been a very normal thing. It was not normal. And it, it was not normal. And race was not normal. And anyone who say that slavery was normal is, I mean, the kind of slavery that did, that put slaves in race because... It's not. It's yeah, work. and then it was they had bond servants, you know, but not the kind of the, slaves were treated as property. No, when no, the slaves from Africa were treated as property. Everybody, every all slaves were treated as property, even since the Bible time. In the Bible, it's no, the slaves about, weren't. The, no, no. The, if you start about indentured servants and had it. In okay, can I tell you? I have. Do you study theology and Greek? I understand some history. Okay, you know what? They, I can't. Then, therefore, then, then you don't understand but, but, the. But wait, no, I you do, do not. Un, no, wait. I understand is slavery. No, you do not understand the concept of indentured servitude. You cannot compare indentured servitude with slavery and the slave trade. They are completely different things. But you, the, the you slavery have, wasn't invented in the 1600s. The, I'm, excuse me, I said the slave trade, I said the slave, the, the kind of slavery where you bring a whole set of people from Africa, demean them, put them in a race and treat them as savages and, and, and treat them as livestock without, val- without any sense of individuality, without any sense of family. That is not the kind of slavery that the Bible, because slaves in the, in the scriptures, in the Bible that slavery the in the scriptures, slaves in the scriptures before, were not that, had family. Had, what do you mean family? They had a sense of family. There was no sense of family. There was slavery before that in the United but States. I, you know, I used to, be, you know, I have done. I, be, I used to be a pastor. I'm a theologian. I so I know what I. I went to the Church of Scotland. I pastored for thousands of people, and I've and I've led several churches. And now I'm teaching philosophy and economics and and, and history. So it is something that. And, and I'm constantly studying. I, I mean, I, you, you see me do, do Uber, but this is just a side gig. Okay, I used to be an executive in New York, working at a, at a logistics firm, and I used to be a, an, an executive at TD Bank, TD Ameritrade. So this is, I do this because I, I'm, it's part of my research, just so you know. I, I collect information didn't, uh, from didn't people. What's it called by TD Ameritrade? Uh, TD Ameritrade. Someone bought it. They, Charles Schwab. Ah, I didn't know. They were going down. I stopped working for them. Yeah, and... they they got bought out by Charles. Oh, but I wish I was recording this conversation. This was interesting. 
Oh yes, I got some of it. I got some of it because this is the kind of exchange that is exciting for a podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good night. Yeah, man. This was great. Yeah, man. This was good. This was great. Thank you for listening to those two takes or discussions that I recorded and um, uh, just not too long. One I recorded just now and uh, the other one with Lisa I recorded yesterday. And um, and it, I'm quite sure it, 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 it provides a particular perspective and a basis for us to look at. Now, um, and to, for us to explore and to delve into. Now, I have two podcast episodes that is already written and ready to go but um the discussions i had this evening with uh, that gentleman where he says where he seems to be indicating that race is 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 scientific and he also indicated race is scientific Slavery is normal and inequality is acceptable. Again, race, race is a science. Slavery is normal. Inequality is acceptable. And of course, you can compare that with what Lisa is saying, that race is definitely not uh, uh, it's definitely not scientific so she's agree, agreeing with me here inequality is unacceptable because she is black of course she's black that's a reality and of course the third thing is slavery is definitely not normal because she identifies with a past that comes from slavery that that has that has been through the the dehumanizing the dehumanizing goal and the dehumanizing experience of slavery so it's quite something to 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 look at as you as we begin to explore society and the dynamics you know we as academics and scholars, they cannot be divorced from, this, from the opinions of the street. Because even young people today, the young people, the young academics, the young scholars, the young students who are going to be, they are also, they are also engaging and interacting in the streets. And it is in the streets they formulate the pulse of society. And so... I, I find it quite anthropological. Driving around the East Coast, encountering people, engaging people, connecting with people, 
sharing, have allowed, providing an opportunity for them to share their thought in an effort to understand them without being demeaning. Because we may, we, you, the Jewish gentleman felt strongly about his position. So do I. But I believe that we have, an, we have a, a, a responsibility in the world to understand where each other is coming from and to see and to, to help to, to engage people so that we can all come with a common understanding and in a sense, we may find something that is interesting. We may find something that we can learn from about individuals or about why certain positions haven't changed in society. Why is it taking so long? Or Because there are some people in society, of course, those who benefit from privilege, benefit from there being a race, and so on, would want to believe that, it is okay, that inequality is okay, that race is not a pseudoscience, but it's a scientific fact, and that income inequality or inequality is acceptable. When you begin to, when we be, as we as we drive around the city of, of, of sorry, as we drive around towns and cities and places, engaging people, it's quite interesting. I tell you, this is one of the best ways to develop one's anthropology or to practice one's anthropology or one's social science or one's research. If you are an academic today, you may want to consider, uh, you know, not just planting oneself in the classroom, but going beyond that, going in, in the community to hear what people are saying and to gauge that with what you hear other persons have said and what people within academia are saying and so on and looking at how society is changing. Now, just so you know, so I'm saying to you that by the... And, and I had said earlier that I plan to do... I have two more podcast. I have two podcast episodes right now which actually, as I thought about uh, doing a podcast this evening, I wasn't sure which, what topic and I should... Because I, as I said to you from in episode one, of season two we have a lot of content and for some reason we are overflowing with content and inform and you know a lot of ideas that we have for this show it's just and by the way we are a lot we have just getting a lot of ideas and but i have some major news for you when we do our next podcast episode i have major news for you a major development at here at the neoliberal corporation we are growing we're being noticed. We are, uh, you know, we are becoming relevant and we, and we like that. We want to be relevant. We want to be a meaningful contributor in society. And we have landed a very important partner, a very important partner. And we'll be talking about that and much more and much more as we grow and develop. And don't remember about the book signing. Don't remember to come to the book signing on Saturday. And the book reading is at 12. The book signing is at uh, 8, 8 o'clock, right at the Germantown Expresso Bar, 26 Marplewood Mall, between Green and Germantown, between Green Street and Germantown Avenue, right on Marplewood Street. And you can enter either on Marplewood or the other side. You know, you can, there's, there's two entrances. So 
um, remember that. And also, I will be at Germantown radio station. I will be on the Germantown radio station on uh, this on, on Friday at 7 a.m. And I am looking forward to you guys tuning in at nine, on 92.9 on the FM dial. Thank you guys so much. You know, the show only will will only get better. Oh, and there is one announcement I have. I have one announcement I that I I I have to to share with you. So Philippe Bourgeois, who is a former professor of mine, released a post and it's about uh, something that is actually happening and I'm actually trying to find the post and I actually made I also tweeted so let me see if I could find that on my Twitter page Ronaldo McKenzie here we go it says that um, Philippe Bourgeois posted in on Twitter zoom into this great talk by Professor Randall Contrails Wednesday March 30th See registration link. His ethnographic and theoretical analysis on racism, incarceration, and violence is brilliant and urgent. Again, his ethnographic and theoretical analysis on racism, incarceration, and violence is brilliant and urgent. Our intellectual community in social medicine will appreciate this talk by Professor Randall. Contreras on Wednesday at 3 p.m. California time. And I will be posting, I'll be sharing this link as well. So if you're interested in this conversation, and ho- I, we hope to be joining the discussions live here. We, um, well, not live. I will join the discussion live, but I will also provide a recording. I will record the event, and I will interact at the event, and will make it available. So that if you guys, on, if you guys, who are subscribers or listeners to this show can also get a sense of what's happening. So I will have that available for you. But thank you so much for listening to the Neil Liberal Round podcast and for tuning in to Street Vibe, our new sex- segment. So today, we it was all about Street Vibe. But what we aim to do is that whenever we have a discussion or a presentation, especially when it's more of a monologue, or a presentation, as if it's a lecture, we will present a a, a, a a discussion, a rap session, and impro- or whether as a as a as a lecture or whether as a as a discussion group. But the plan is to present, to make a presentation, or to to lead a discussion, and then at the end of that discussion. The next segment, we we will have what is known as a discussion group, where several persons are participating in the in the discussions of some of the concept as well. So that's what that's that's the plan in moving forward, but not necessarily tomorrow. But but hopefully we we plan to always engage society on a daily and weekly basis, and we will we will include that in our episodes. Some if the if the if the discussions and the rap sessions are longer than ten minutes or twelve minutes, we the, they they will have to be standalone, a standalone kind of a episode. 
uh, if it's like 15, 20 minutes. But if the discussions are shorter than 15 minutes or 14 minutes, let's say 10 minutes or 12 minutes, then no, we can include them as part of a wider presentation. That's the street, the street vibe discussion segments that we have. That okay, so we are improving. We plan to get better. We hope to to get on board uh, content uh, and edit more content editors. And so, and if you are college students and you're wishing to intern with us, there are opportunities available for you to intern with us and to work with us. We have a very small. Uh, we have a very small corporation, a very small company, a very small um, staff and contributors and so on. But we are growing significantly. And, and, and I want to remind you to reach out to us, access um, our, our resources that we have available so far. We do not have a, a material and a product page as yet where you can subscribe to some things. But you can, in the meantime, subscribe to our new for free neoliberal commentary and you could also subscribe to our podcast episodes and to our news feeds but we will have uh, a bookstore available on our website where you can purchase our books and and our material and self-help tools and also access our self-publishing and editorial tools and platforms now you can interact with us and you can also share your ideas with the world by sending us, uh, by contacting us, by going to RonaldoCMcKenzie.com and going to the contact page, and you can com- complete the form and submit it to us, and we'll see it. If you want to participate in this program, please, you can give us a call at uh, 445-221-3291. That's 445-221-3291, or you can send us an email at the neoliberal at rinaldocmckenzie.com the neoliberal t-h-e-n-e-o l-i-b-e-r-a-l at rinaldocmckenzie.com thank you so much for listening to the neoliberal round podcast have a great day until tomorrow take care